Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts every family has an origin story one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now, here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing. Now, The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts, it, this is the start, it starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens, is 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you, you lost your job, that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if, if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. 
Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who is obviously going to be, if not already been toxic in your life, caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it, or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude. When they came in there and they fired you and let you go, could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do? Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they was sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone, and on May 23rd, 2005, when my, de- when, 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 when my deal was done with uh, the beat out in L.A., okay, look what happened, though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey Radio Network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh, woe is me. I said, oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things is going, can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go. It all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no very, very successful, super negative people. 
it, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something that happened to him along the way. And don't worry. You ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see him long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is here. I got to tell you something, man. I just got to be honest with you. Today I woke up fatigued, weary. I felt drained. You know, I'm, you know, I'm working out. I'm trying to feel like it, it ain't moving like I wanted to. You know, I had all that going on this morning. And then you know what I got to do? I got to catch myself. I'm in the process right now of catching myself. Because I got too many things to be grateful for to allow some negative thoughts to be the winner. Why? I'm healthy. I got a great life. I got options. I got a beautiful family. You know, I got some struggles that he's allowed me to overcome. I'm at the top of the game. I'm, I'm, I mean, man, what? Steve Harvey, it's all right. And everybody out there that's listening, whatever you're going through, it's all right. It's going to be all right. And remember this, this too shall pass. Man, you better pick yourself up, boy. This message this morning is for me. Hallelujah. Man, get yourself together. Ladies and gentlemen, we here. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mouth of the South, Junior, and the legend that he is. Junior, what's on your mind, man? Hey, man. That was all right this morning. Who most motivates the motivator? Him. Man. <laughs> Let me ask you this, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, after the birthday yesterday, man, 44 years old. Where was you at in life at 44? How did it feel for you? Oh, I was, uh, you know, happy belated. Happy belated, Junior. Thanks. Yeah, you know, you know, I wasn't in, in the struggle no more. The finances that was over with. So you were 44. ready. So you was already you was balling at this point. Well, I had got my first car in my name at thirty-eight, so <laughs> okay. that had already had began a severe mm-hmm. turnaround. You were uh, balling. <laughs> That you didn't have to live in. (laughs) Yeah, by 40, I had had my last child, 
who had his birthday on the same day as you yesterday, Winton. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, I was uh, now personally, I was in misery, but I was still grateful at 44 because my life was as good as it had ever been up until that point, and it was fraught with uh, problems. Mm. And mental problems I was going through. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying mental problems as in mental illness. Even though I could have been, I just didn't know it. I, I just didn't handle my my coping skills was, you know, just get over it and move on. That's how I cope yeah. with everything. And I'm grateful God gave me that skill set. But 44 man, um, you, where is this going? You know, uh, it ain't going nowhere. He 44. What do you mean? You know, you, you know what, what, what? I, I told you how I felt this morning. <laughs> now you gonna get into when I was 44, and I'm really holding back from telling you I was so unhappily married that I was thinking of other. That, that's why right, I really wanted to note, tell you on that note what the hell was going on when I was 44. <laughs> you don't really want to know. Enjoy your damn birthday, boy. Happy belated birthday, Junior. We love you. Ah. Uh, Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to hear from the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? I need you to watch me. Run it. It's a great day at nursery. This is Felicia. I'm trying to get somebody to come down here to 501. I'm sorry? 501, I need somebody to come down here to 501 and, and, and clean me up. Sir, I think you might have the wrong number. It, this is, is the this nursery? A, is this the, the nurse? I need the nurse to come down here to 501 and clean me up. Sir, this is the nursery, not the nurse. I think you might have dialed the wrong number. No, they, 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 I need to talk to, to uh, where's nurse uh, Cynthia? That's who's normally clean me up. I need her to come down here and clean me up. Sir, I really do think you have the uh, the wrong number. Where, where are you calling from? Who, 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 who is this here? This is Felicia. I'm the director here at the nursery. That's what I say. I need the nurse to come down here and clean me up. Oh. Now, this bed, I, I'm this bed playing and every, all this stuff to clean me up because oh. I've been sitting here a long time. Now ain't nobody come. Well, sir, I think you dialed the wrong number. Uh, if you tell me where you are... I can try to help you, but you... I ain't down no wrong number. I need somebody to come down here and clean me up. This ain't right. Y'all supposed to be able to... Y'all supposed to get here. Every hour, somebody supposed to come check on me. Ain't nobody come check on me yet. Okay, well, I I apologize, but you have the wrong number. Um, Try hanging up and then dialing... Is this a nurse station? Sir, this is a nursery. We take care of children here. This is not the nurse station. I'm not no child. I said... Is this the nurse station? Sir, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not listening to me? This is not the nurse station. This is a nursery. We have children here. We take care of children. So I think you dialed the wrong number. No, they said that they're supposed to come clean up every hour. They're supposed to come check on me. I've been here. I've been here mighty near three hours. Ain't nobody come to check on me yet. And now that I need somebody to come clean me up. And okay. the, the, uh, the, the bed pan is full and... And they just they, they, they just don't come check on us like they pull the check on us. They Sir, pull I to am, come check I'm, on us. I'm really sorry that they have not come to check on you in, in your, your bedpan. So why would they let us sit here like they do? Okay, sir, just listen to what I'm saying. This is a 
nursery. We take care of small children. This is not the nurse's station, so I'm sorry. No, my grandkid, I got small children as my grandkid. I got about 42 grandkids. 42, huh? They come see it on Sunday, but soon as they leave, the uh, people at the nurse station that they treat me bad and leave me here like this here two, three hours. Don't nobody come check on me. Can you come down here and check this bed, pain? Sir, I can't do that. I need to get back to the kids here that, I'm, that we take care of at the... My kids come every Sunday after church and they come see me. Do they? Okay. Okay, well, I, I'm glad your kids come see you, and I'm going to um, get off the phone now. When I hang up, you just dial dial the number right now. When you get off, you're going to come down here and come sick and clean me up? I'm, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to let you call back. And Why you all come clean me up? Why you all do that? Why you do it? Sir, I'm not a nurse. I'm a teacher, not when, a when, nurse. When, 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 when I will come and do, people pose to do their job. You do what the job is. Whatever your job is, that's what you do. I worked 42 years straight, and I did my job. Okay. Y'all young folk, don't do your job. The damage you're going to make me mad if you don't get your down here. You get your down here. Uh, I'm going to ask that you not talk to me like that. If you get your calm. down here and come clean this bedpan and clean me up. I ain't uh-huh. supposed to be sitting here like this all the time. What's your name again? It's Felicia, and I have tried to be really, really, really nice to you. Down here right now. Please do not speak to me like that. I'm trying to let you know that you 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 gonna calm down and quit talking to me like that. I'm trying to help you. Now that's just rude. Now this is a nursery. You supposed to do what a nurse supposed to do. You get your down here right now. David, you're not gonna talk to me like that. That's just rude and disrespectful. Don't speak to me like that. You, you talking about kicking some? I will kick your in the wheelchair. This seems to be the only language you understand is me talking to you crazy since you talking to me crazy. Well, when are you gonna get your down here? My is not coming down there. You stay in that stank. How about that? What? What? What did you say? You heard me. I said you stay in that stank. I'm not cleaning no. I've been trying to tell you for the past five minutes, but you won't shut up long enough to listen. Well, how long is it before you gonna get here? I am not coming down there to clean your Why not? I've been trying to tell you that it's not my job. You dial the wrong number. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who are you talking to like that? You're going to make me whoop your Well, bring it on in. If you think you can get in your wheelchair and make it down here to the nursery to whoop my and come the hell on. Listen, will you take a message from me and give it to somebody? What's your your message? Write this down. N...
What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? It is the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> you got me good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up, Chief. Coming up. Oh! <laughs> Coming up. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending celebrity wedding news, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck finally tied the knot. They are married. They are married. Wow. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just happened what? out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> Political strategist and MSNBC host Simone Sanders. Uh, also just tied the knot. Plus, in other entertainment news, Sesame Street Place has apologized to the family in the video that has gone viral about the character Rosita appearing to ignore two little black girls. Um, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions. Uh, LaShawn and today. I'm gonna pray about my answers today for okay. CLO. So just go ahead. Okay, LaShawn <laughs> in uh, Tucson says, um, "I'm a 48 year old single mother, and my son is 11 now. He wants me to get married because he's ashamed that his friends have a two parent household. I can't provide that for him right now, and I feel bad for him. How do I make this? How do I make up for this? Well, you, I mean, Did sorry." You Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. And um, okay. uh, listen, LaShawn, uh, how do you make up for this? You, you can't. You know, being a single mother is hard. It's really a thankless job. I commend Absolutely. you on it, but you can't be his father. You're going to try to do fill in the gaps, but it's not the same, and he notices it. And uh, I deal with these types of boys all the time from our fatherless homes. And it's really, um, yeah, you know, you've got to just accentuate the positive. But they're always going to think about that missing hole in their soul, which is their father. Mm -hmm. And I really don't have an answer for you on what you can do. It's just keep giving them love and support and uh, introduce them to some male role models. But then, uh, you know, you can't give him that right now. And the answer is uh, because you don't have nobody that wants to marry uh, you don't find you haven't found anybody you think is worthy of marrying, so you can't rush the process just for him. You've done that once before, ta-da. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good advice, Steve. Um, Manny in Philly says, "I'm a 36-year-old married man, and I won ten thousand dollars on a scratch-off last week. My wife told my sister, and she came begging for me to get her a new set of tires." I didn't win $100,000, and I have plans for my money. Do I have to buy her those tires? No, no you don't. You tell your wife. <laughs> no, you don't. What? How was he not going to tell her? Mm. <laughs> what? I found a way. Oh, that's a way to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, what's wrong with telling her? That scratch would have been in a coffee can under the basement <laughs> steps at my mama's house. Oh no, it wouldn't oh no 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 I've done that before. No, no, and no you don't owe your sister a new set of ties. Mm-hmm. No. Who is your your sister ain't your, your sister child? In law. Sister in law. Sister in law. No, sister. I don't give a damn yeah, who it sister. is. Uh-huh. Okay, who it is. No. 
<laughs> wow. Next okay. time you have plans for your money, dog, do the plans for your money. Quit telling people. Tell me. Did you pray about this answer? Oh, uh, no, no. All answers don't need prayers. All of them. He said the right thing right there. Yeah. Some of you got to keep it 100 times. Yeah. <laughs> got to keep that. I'll tell you, I would get that scratch pad, wouldn't and got that money, and been choking off quiet. <laughs> All right, moving on to Faith in Birmingham. Faith says, my husband and I cheated on each other back when we were dating. When he found out I was cheating, he proposed. I feel like he only did it because he didn't want anyone else to have me. Meanwhile, he still talks to women on IG, and I'm not on IG anymore. Is this a sign that he will cheat on me again? I don't know. I don't know. I know he liked talking to women that ain't you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you do know. <laughs> I, I know that. Facts. He's keeping it 100. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 He said he prayed before he re- now, I prayed responded. about that answer, and I am going to. I'm telling you, you the truth. Uh-huh. And you all know I have no problem lying. This uh-huh. is a fact. <laughs> he like talking to women that ain't you. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean he going to cheat? It does not mean he's going to cheat. But I'm going to tell you right now, in all these conversations, the thought will come up. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because what is we talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, And why are we talking? Uh Because I saw something on IG I I liked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he might not be doing it right now, but it could lead to, it could possibly. It's some impossible stuff on IG, man. I mean, it's just not that mm-hmm. many fine people in the world. It's just not. <laughs> Damn that. Oh, where are these filters is going with all this here? <laughs> I saw a girl on IG the other day. Her name should just be Filter. <laughs> <laughs> filters do change your life, that's for sure. All right, last one, Steve. This is Coco in Flint. Coco says, I'm in my late 50s and I've been singing all my life. My husband teases that I'm a lounge singer and I think that he's embarrassed that I still book shows here in town. He used to be at all of my shows, but not anymore. I am a retired school teacher, so singing keeps me busy. Should I retire from lounge singing too? Remember, I prayed about this answer. Yes, come on now. If you're a lounge singer in Flint, you got to really think about what it is that makes you happy. Now, if singing in the lounges makes you happy, but you are a lounge singer. You ain't, this ain't going nowhere. Um, what's her name? Coco. This ain't going Coco, nowhere. Coco, yeah. How did you forget yeah. that? Forget yeah, you could that. change your name to Hot Chocolate, and it's not going <laughs> to go any faster for you. But yeah. she just says it keeps her busy. She, she's well, a teacher. She's you know, when I, a whole lot of stuff keep you, grocery shopping keep you busy. You know, well, is there a digging problem up the with- yard and tilling the soil to keep you busy. Uh, he quit going down there because you can't sing all that good. <laughs> hmm. Wait, you did not pray about this answer. <laughs> well, she's singing all them same old ass songs, and then when you tried that Beyonce remix, and people start snickering, he said, "I'm not going down here no more." 
Frank you tried. You tried a couple of years ago. You're not gonna break my soul. <laughs> You're gonna break my soul. You go, and then this is how you did it. You're not gonna what? break my soul. You're not gonna break it. Melody. You're not gonna break my soul. You're not gonna break it. Oh man. Unbreak my soul. Unbreak it. And then you did a modification. And you got two big girls in the background. Can't break it. You know, and then All people right. start laughing. That's why he quit going down there. Tried to do the oh, new man. school remixes. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. <laughs> Glad you prayed. Glad you prayed about some of your answers. All right, yeah. coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are officially married. That's right. Jennifer Lopez confirmed their Las Vegas wedding in her newsletter, ending the letter with a new name, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. She wrote, last night we flew to Vegas, stood in line for a license with four other couples, all making the same journey to the wedding capital of the world. 
So let's say congratulations to Jennifer and Ben. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, ben, Jenny from mm-hmm. the block. Mm-hmm. They Jennifer did that. Get they did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah, hey, amen. Before she breaks up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez no can get a man. Yes, she yeah. can. Yeah. Yes, she can. She need to write a book. <laughs> right after A Rod, and she was get ready. your man. Yeah. 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 You gonna pray for A Rod? Yeah, he not doing. I don't know what he wouldn't. Oh, he, yeah, I don't know what he wouldn't did. And man, I mean, you know, Mueller. Now, y'all know I don't really do gossip. But what no, you they don't. Messing with this other chick or something? Yeah, from the oh, reality, reality show Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from it a reality right. show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How he ain't think that was gonna get out? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, A Rod, a reality yeah. show. Send me a picture yeah. of that chick that he was Monica Mouth of the South. It's you a know, blonde. I, I want to introduce you all to somebody formally who does so much for the show behind the scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, Monica Bonds, better known as Mississippi Monica. I call her the mouth of the South. Because there's nothing I can ask for that's gossip-related that her ass ain't got in her phone. <laughs> <laughs> She's our executive producer, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, she is that. Mm-hmm. And, but she's much more, though. Absolutely. <laughs> that's why I introduce her as the mouth of the South. <laughs> <laughs> Executive producer sounds so much more professional. Yeah, though, but it don't it? really tell what she really do. Though. <laughs> See, it's a lot of executive producers. Sometimes Carla is a music producer, executive producer. You uh, know, it don't tell the director. whole story. Yeah. Program director. See right there. But Doesn't really, what title. do we use you know, Carla for? Hood-related <laughs> items. <laughs> that too. Keeping it real. See, Shirley, what are you on the show? What's your title? I'm your co-host, Steve. And then, but what do we use you for? Bougie analytics. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. What do bougie-ass people do, say, and think? We go to Shirley. Right to it. (laughs) Whatever, Kier Jr. Spade. (laughs) Were you done, sir? Damn, Explaining everybody. All right, here we go. Congratulations to Jennifer and Ben one more time. All right, in more celebrity wedding news, it doesn't stop. Congratulations to former senior advisor to VP Kamala Harris and now in MSNBC host Simone Sanders. Simone got married to her fiance Sean Townsend in Washington D.C. Congratulations to that okay. power couple. Yay, mm-hmm. Simone! Mm-hmm. Right, you remember Simone, Simone Steve? She's the one with the real close shaved head. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, her. That's who she married. She married her fiance. His name is Sean Townsend. It was a surprise ceremony yeah. over the weekend mm-hmm. in DC. It's nice. Mm-hmm. nice. I love Simone. Go girl. I do oh, too, yeah. man. She's a bad oh, yeah. girl. Yeah, she's a bad yep, girl. She's about it. At the wedding, what the hell going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, switching gears. Uh, and other entertainment news. Did you guys see this video now? This has gone viral. It's on social media. A mother posted this video claiming that her daughters were ignored by the character Rosita at Sesame Street Place in Philadelphia. The Rosita character held up the like the no hand gesture and just walked right past the two cute little girls. Was it was so during wrong. a parade. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, it was crazy, right? Even singer Kelly Rowland saw the video and commented with outrage on social media. Well, 
Enter Sesame Street Place, uh, they released an apology and a statement explaining that the character Rosita's no hand gesture was directed to someone in the crowd asking her to hold their child and that uh, Rosita would never intentionally ignore the little girls. No. Sesame Street Place. Mm -hmm. No, 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 that ain't the damn video. Uh-uh. They saw yeah. something else, right? I'll tell you one thing right there. You lucky I wasn't there. We weren't none of my kids, all grandkids. Now, I didn't know Rosita's name, so I'm mm-hmm. making this comment. So, Rosita is a female character. It's uh-huh. a character yes. in the costume. That so, I'm uh-huh. thinking it's Cookie Monster. Remember, I asked y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking it's Cookie Monster. So, just as soon as you play my babies, I'm tearing Cookie Monster head off. Uh-huh. And we're going to find <laughs> out. Right. Who, whoever playing Cookie Monster that day mm-hmm. is finna get exposed and sucker punched. <laughs> Because I'm not going to punch you in that sponge head. I want you to feel it. That's too much cushion, huh? Yeah, I've been backstage at Disney. I've been backstage at uh, at uh, Sesame Street on Ice oh, uh, years okay. ago. And I know how they put their heads on before they skate out because they be hot. Yeah, so I already yeah. know it ain't nothing but a head and a body. I'm going to tear the head off. <laughs> yeah. It's a All two-piece costume. Yeah, yeah, it's a two-piece suit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the head All come right. right off. They hold it under their arm and drink coffee. Yeah, that that was a lame excuse, though, that, uh, you know, Sesame Street Place said that, uh, you know, someone else was asking Rosita to hold their child and she would never ignore them. She They went on to say that they have apologized, reach out, reached out to the family to correct the misunderstanding, Ev had invited the girls to a special meet and greet so they can deliver them an experience that they expected. Mama, we yeah. don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the hell it. Rosita. <laughs> the hell y'all, with Rosita, Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't really bird. understand black children. <laughs> we won't be yeah. We're so over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we not finna give a damn about Sesame Street and no other street no more. They better not come on this street. <laughs> Right, so there you have it. Coming see up in 20 minutes after the hour, what you see. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending fitness news, we got to shout out Elliot Stabler. You know him from Law & Order, SVU, and Organized Crime TV shows. It's actor Chris Milani who plays Detective Stabler. He's been declared the new hottie, okay? So have you seen his new Peloton ad? Yeah, he was working out naked. I seen yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's I seen it, it, Tommy. That is it. I mean, and bent over and did some squats and everything. Yes. I said, hey, man, uh-huh. it's way it. too That's much it. right here for me, partner. Uh, the commercial is hilarious. He says in the ad that everybody thinks his workout routine is funny because he works out naked, like you said. He is seen doing yoga, like you say, Tommy, squats. He's running in Central Park with no clothes on. <laughs> So you know I gotta ask. You know I gotta ask. Have I'll you guys, do it. Have you I'll guys, do you've done it? I mean, you will no, do it. I ain't it. done it, but I, I get a little thirty second video and and you know and blur out, out my goodness. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Steve, hell no. Now let's go. Hell no. <laughs> I'm working out. You work out all many, the time. I got you too do, many Steve. concerns. I'm work out naked. What's your concern? <laughs> you know how hard it is to work out with one hand. <laughs> let, you gotta let yourself go, dog. No, I, I can't do that, dog. I just can't let myself go. <laughs> I've been I've been protecting him this entire life. <laughs>
I don't just let him out there, man. I, I got to protect him. I cover him. Junior, you just had a birthday. What about you working out in your birthday suit? Uh-uh. No, I ain't doing that. Why? Yeah. What, what's the work? problem? My trainer in here. <laughs> what the hell I'm getting naked for? And he's standing right there. What the hell? I'm not, I'm not doing that. No. I see your point. I do see your point with that one. I do. <laughs> so Tommy is the only one. Only. Uh-huh. I'm always by myself, but it's fine. <laughs> mm. You get no support. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, mm. so Tommy, what kind of exercises yeah. would you yeah. do? Yeah. I can't be naked uh, stacking weights. I can't do that. I can't be naked. All these free weights in some. here. I'm going to run on a treadmill. Come to tread. <laughs> That's gonna okay. be that's gonna be a little awkward, but I'm gonna try it. Some what squats, uh, some bench squat. press, uh, squats, all the way down, all the way back up, <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> See, I what about um man. some jumping jacks? Woo, yeah, that'll get you. Yeah, man, ain't no way in here. A one arm jumping jack, cause I ain't no way I can jump. <laughs> She told me you ain't gonna have the same problem I got, man. I can't oh. do not no jumping jack. Uh huh. Put my eye out. Mm. <laughs> wow, get go. out of here. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what about like? Nah. Oh, look at the time. Okay, gotta move on. All right, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll check on uh, Steve's voicemail at 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time to check Steve's voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message, call him, 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. This first caller is from Philly, Steve. Uncle Steve. Tommy did a beautiful job last night in Wilmington, Delaware. He laid it the f- down. Do you hear me? Love you, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get my subs that up, T. Yeah. Like yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. That, that ain't for me. Right. <laughs> How'd nice. you do, nephew? <laughs> laid it the blank the down, blank sir. Yeah. That's what That's he said. Yeah. All right, moving on. This caller, uh, Steve, needs some family advice about his brother. Hey, um, Uncle Steve, I got a um, problem that I feel like you can help me get through. Um, it's been a brief like, problem going on between me and my sister-in-law, and it's just the strain of it really them made like a split between me and my older brother, who I very much look up to a lot ever since I was a kid. And it's just like, the strain of, of that relationship just have not, it just have me and my older brother not speaking to each other at all. I mean, sometimes like I, my niece was just born two weeks ago and I didn't even hear nothing about it. I had to hear from, from my mom and my mom even told me like, have he told you? I haven't heard nothing. I just don't want this to keep going on to the point where we ain't speaking because it's kind of like it hurts in a way because I looked up to this. I looked up to him as a kid. I still do. And it just, I don't want this to keep going on, you know? Thank you. Well, brother, the one way to fix it is you. You can fix it. See, first of all, you have to alleviate the problem with the sister-in-law because whatever it is, really, dog, it ain't that big a deal. 
it ain't that big a deal. Now, if you got some information and all that and you thought you'd tell it to your brother and all this here, probably wasn't your business. Or if she said something to you that hurt your feelings, you's a big boy. Let's get over it. Let's go to the sister-in-law and apologize, even if you're not wrong. See, people don't understand, man. You, you have to forgive people and just forgive her. And go in there and tell your brother what he mean to you and how much you miss him, man. And you and, and and tell him exactly what you told us. But you can end this tomorrow. Hmm. But see, what happens is when everybody go to their corners in the fight and you got to keep looking across the ring knowing y'all been fighting and boxing, how, how else do you fix it? Somebody got to call both fighters to the center of the ring or somebody got to walk up and say, hey, I'm through fighting. Because it takes two people to fight, man. The fight ends, brother, when you end it. And as men, we just have to take on that mantra. You just have to end it, dog. I can't tell you how many times I've just went just to end something. And I knew good and hell well I wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. But just mm-hmm. so we could move things forward, man. You a man now. You got to get in the fix-it business. Mm. See, that's what manhood is, man. We in the fix-it business. Mm-hmm. So we can keep it moving. You ain't got time to sit over there and act like your sister-in-law. Every time she see you, she mad. No, y'all, you can stop that, dog. You can't control her, but you can control you. Then you get your brother back. Because you mess around, man. This your brother, dog. Yeah, right. he said he looks That's up right. to Steve, mm-hmm. his older brother. He's, yeah. He sounded heartbroken about it, too. Yeah, yeah. Dog, mm-hmm. one day, him and your, your, you and your sister, not saying this can happen, but they could get a divorce one day. He's still going to be your brother. That's right. My brothers was my brothers all the way. When my oldest brother, Heavy Pad, still my brother to this day. I talk about him like he my big brother. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's an important relationship, man. That's my advice. That's good advice, Steve. Got a quick one, Shirley? Damn, sister-in-law. That's it, Steve. That's it for this, yeah. And, you know, that sister-in-law mess, whatever that is, dog, that's that man's wife. He got to side with her because he sleep with her. Mm-hmm. See, you ain't got no wife, so you don't understand that. Whatever, however wrong she is, he got to side with her because mm-hmm. he got to protect her feelings, even if it's against his brother. That's right. All right. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll advice, probably get some more, more calls in later, too, and that was great advice. All right. Wrong, though. <laughs> oh, she got like be. two left shoes, Tommy. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew in today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And um, the subject is, I'll take it any way I can get it. Me too. Wow. Me too. No, not right. mad at that, right? I'm not mad at that. Great subject. I am. <laughs> Don't sell. Get it how you All right, get I'll it. take it any way I can get it. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What's on the menu, nephew? Yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot of this going on around the world. Mm-hmm. Work what? husband. Oh. Yeah. Work <laughs> husband. Y'all got one? No. Uh-uh. I don't have a work husband. No. <laughs> <laughs> now you Let's could have clear. a work. Oh, you could have a work wife, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, go, it, it could go. It could go. It could go that way too. Wife? Yeah. Yeah. Let's play the prank. Let's play the prank. Say it. I said it. Hello. Hello. 
try to reach uh, 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 Gary. Gary. Who is this? Hello. Who is this? Hey, this is Tony, man. I uh, I work with your wife, Pam. Is is she all right? Oh yeah, she's fine. She's fine, man. I'm I, I'm I'm one of her coworkers, man. I wanted to reach out to you. Um, you know, I've been working with her quite some time. I'm, I'm kind of like what they call a, a, a work husband, man. She, you, you may have heard her mention me before, Tony. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up. Because I, I may be a little sleep. What? Did you say a, a husband? No, 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 no. Nothing like that, man. There ain't but one husband here. Okay, no, I got that. I'm a work husband. You know, you know, like, you know, it'd be just something playful at the job, they'd be saying. Playful at the work? What are you talking about? Well, you know, it's just, just something, you know, playful they be saying, you know, uh, uh, when you hang around somebody a lot, they say he's a work husband or your work wife, you know, something like that. But not, 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 uh, nothing heavy, nothing heavy at all, man. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, what's, what's up, man? I mean, what's up? Well, well I was calling, man, trying to ask you, uh, uh, how, how long um, how long have you and Pam been married? <laughs> wait, wait, what's your, what's your name again? My name is Tony. Oh, okay. Um, we've been married about eight or nine years. I mean, what's up? How, how, how long do you do? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much longer do you see y'all y'all being married? <laughs> I, I gotta do, mind you. I, okay, what? Hold up. How'd you get this number again, man? Like, I got, no, I got the, I got the number out of uh, out of Pam's phone, man. I wanted to call you myself. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back out of out of my wife's phone. Yeah. Dog, I don't I don't even ask. Hold on. Whoa. Why are you in my wife's phone, man? No, dude. I mean, I, I just got it off a desk, man. I wanted to, I wanted to, um, you know, I, I wanted to reach out to you, man, to kind of have a, like a private conversation with you. That's all. For what? First of all, why are you in my wife's phone? You calling me, dude? I mean, this is this this how this this husband thing. This is really is really blowing me right no, now. No, no, it's just no, it's just a work, it's just a work husband, man. That's all it is. What is a work husband? What are you What are you doing with my wife? You know, that's just like, you know, like, you know, I'll bring her some coffee and donuts to the job or, you know, get her some lunch and stuff, man, if she don't feel like going. My wife don't even like donuts, and and we got a new coffee machine just two weeks ago, so why are you bringing my wife food? Hey, man, listen, really, really, I basically, I just called for this here. How long long do you foresee y'all being married? To death do us part. What the do you mean how long we going to be married? What's your name again? Tony? Tony, man. Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, I don't give a damn. You asking me these? Hold on. Let, 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 me, let me call my wife. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Say, say, hold on. Hello? Hello? Gary? Pam. Gary? Look, Pam, you better call me within two minutes. Right now, it's 1038. You better call me by 1040 or your black will be sleeping outside. Hello? Now, now Tory. Hello? Now, yes. Are you but why you do that? Why you call her, man? This this won't be a conversation me and you having together. No, 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 no. You talking about you? You my wife's work husband. It ain't but one husband up in here. One. I she understand. Got my that's last name, and she just... don't keep it till death do us part. Now I'm glad you called me on a Friday. I'm so glad because I got all weekend to think about that whooping I'm gonna give you. Cause this out here now. Hey man, hey man. All I'm trying to figure out. How much longer do you think you want to be married to her? Oh, well, yeah, this woman going to be phenomenal. Uh, you better get right with Jesus on Sunday, because I guarantee you, you're going to meet him Monday morning. Hey, hey, I'm hey, listen, all I'm trying to early. say, man, if you... If I'm you, taking if my you, wife up there early, and I want to see your black 
I'm just trying to adopt. All I'm saying is if you didn't want to be be married to her any longer, then maybe we could work something out. That's all I'm asking, no, man. I'm just trying to have a nice... work out, partner. All we need to work out is be there Monday, because I'm sure the hell going to be there bright and early Monday waiting for your work husband, my Okay, look, man, I'm not going to sit there. I got your work husband. I'm not trying to... Look, all I'm trying to do is have a deeper man-to-man conversation with you, man. All right? You you don't call me talking about you bringing my wife donuts and coffee and all up in her phone. This ain't no decent conversation. Hey, man, I, I'm her work husband, dog. Everybody, everybody, most people have a work husband or a work wife, man. That's that's known in the corporate world. A work husband. You hear what I'm saying? What? A work husband and you. I'm going to be there Monday, 8 o'clock. Hey, man, I'm not finna see and go back. Look, you know what? I'm, I'm finna just call Pam. I just call Pam. Oh, she probably call me back in about a minute. In 15 seconds, we're going to wait for her to call me back. Work husband, my on this on a Friday. Okay, well, that, uh, it, was just a, it was just a question, man. I'm just trying to see if you didn't want to, maybe we could work something out. So, if, if I find out if there's any truth to anything you're saying, oh, it's going to be a lay down night tonight. You, ain't nobody finna do nothing to my baby. I mean, ain't nobody finna do baby. nothing to Pam. What, did you just call my wife your baby? No, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Until Monday, Mr. Work Husband. Hey, man, I'm not finna... I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. No, you ain't got nothing to say to me. Say Stop. Monday. I, no, Monday. no, no. I got something else I need to say to you. Are you listening? You better talk to Jesus, because I'm going to be up there Monday at 8. Okay, I got I got one more thing I need to say. Is you you got nothing to say to me except Monday. I, got, I do got one more thing to say to you. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I said that you listening. I'm listening, Mr. Workhouse. Well, guess what I want to tell you. Tell me. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother, Eric. What the f***? What Eric put you up to this. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I'm so glad this is a joke. Because <laughs> somebody was about to die. <laughs> I'm going to see the Eric so. <laughs> You all right, man? Oh, man, that's a good one. You all right? Oh, I need a drink. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Man. Yeah, man. Hey, I got one more thing I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> y'all crazy. <laughs> Ooh, you play too much. I'm so glad Come this on, was a baby. joke. baby. Somebody was about to die. <laughs> Talk about my baby. I mean, uh, don't you talk oh, about Pam? Like you that. said you call my wife <laughs> your baby. Work husband, man. Yeah, we ain't got but one husband up in here. Right. right. I'll be there Monday though. <laughs> Mr. Work husband. <laughs> Only thing call you need to say to me is wife. Monday. That's yeah. All you need to say. <laughs> <laughs> he was you talking to his wife crazy on that. Uh, on that message. Yeah, man. He had had it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. As long as I'm stupid enough for y'all this morning, that's all that matters. Mm. Okay. Usually, that's all that usually, matters. Usually get it done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. disappoint. He never disappoints. You quit asking that question, boy. Why don't you set some new goals and aspirations? Because you done Oh, I got that. it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, um, I'm sexy. Intelligent, you gotta catch me July 29th on the own network, ready to love. Sexy, intelligent, that's ready to love, Miami style, y'all. Come check your boy out, okay? As I lead you through some beautiful relationships now, Tommy, that are coming together. You have yes. said some things that have been like correct on the show. 
Thank you. Thank you, sir. You, but you are not sexy, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll leave it right there. (laughs) Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, I'll take it any way I can get it. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, today is election day for the primaries in Maryland, so please go vote. We need you to vote. Just a reminder to the entire Steve Harvey Nation, please make sure you're registered to vote. Go to whenweallvote.org, whenweallvote.org, and uh, you know register and do all the things you have to do to be ready. This is a very important election year, okay? Yes, let's go. Very important. Yeah, whenweallvote.org. All right, switching gears, it is now time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter. Please submit it. Just go ahead, write it out, submit it to steveharveyfm.com. Click Submit Strawberry Letter. We'll get the letter, and we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like this, and we'll try to help you. You never know. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I'll take it any way I can get it. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a man, or we have been messing around, as he says. Uh, It's been almost five years, and he's not the settling down type. 
So I'll take it any way I can get it. I have fallen in love with him and he knows it. I think he uses it against me at times. He's dating other women because I see him posting pictures in the club and he's hugged up with other females. He's a flashy type of guy that needs to go out at night and I'm a lot more conservative. He makes fun of me because I like game nights at home and house get-togethers with my family. I don't drink a lot and I won't smoke cigars with him. One drink gets me tipsy and he hates when I'm tipsy. I smoked a, g- a, a cigar and threw up the entire next day. Uh, so he hates when I smoke. I have tried to match him in whatever he's got going on, but he will not include me in that part of his life. I get to see him when he's not with his friends or turning up in the club. I often cook for him and rub his feet so he can relax at the end of the day. He claims he doesn't like to go out with me because I'm his piece And when he is with me, he feels safe and at home. I stay and I pray that he will choose me if he decides to settle down one day soon. I know for a fact that he is not spending quality time with anyone else. I never see traces of other women at his house. So I think I'm the closest thing to a girlfriend that he's got. I hate that old saying that a man will be a man because that's condoning cheating. I don't want him to ever get his foot rubs from another woman. I know I am settling, but there are no good men out there anymore. I've put in five years with him and I don't want to start over. Am I wrong for accepting whatever he gives me? Well, uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, you are. Uh, you're wrong for, for settling. Uh, this whole letter is about him and what he says and what he wants. And it's about rubbing his feet. You're the one that should be getting your feet rubbed. You're in the heels. And, you know, this letter is on and on and on about him. What about you? Who's looking out for and, and who's caring for you? Uh, or don't you think you deserve that? Um Listen, I'm just here to tell you that I don't care if he was the only man left. Don't ever settle. There are plenty of good men out here. You just don't know because you've been tied up with this guy for the last five years. You just have to not be afraid to be by yourself and and wait or walk away until the right man comes along. Um, Five years of your life you've given to this man and you've got nothing in return. All you do is serve him. I mean, you said he, he... tells you you're his piece, P-E-A-C-E, as you put it in the letter. But in reality, you're his P-I-E-C-E, peace. Uh, you don't have to, to take it any way he gives it. You don't have to uh, settle for anything. Um, nothing is that good. I, I mean, nothing. I, I, I just don't think it is. Don't let him continue to use you. You got to let him... Stay with those other women he's cheating with if that's the case, okay? That's the best way I can tell you. Do not allow him to treat you this way. Get a backbone. Put an end to this situation now. Don't waste another five years of your of your time with him because he'll stay with you as long as you let him stay with you. You know, that's it. He doesn't even call this a relationship. He calls it messing around. Messing around. You don't want to do that for another five years, Steve. Very good response, Sean. Very good. Um, (laughs) You know, when you send in a letter and your opening statement is, I'll take it anywhere I can get it, what you want us to do? What? What what can we do? Because you're you're willing to accept whatever. Let's go through the letter. 
This Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a man, or we have been messing around, as he says, and it's almost been five years, and he's not the settling down type. Well, I have news for you. You ain't either. See, it ain't just him. It's you. You ain't the settling down type because you've been letting this man tell you y'all messing around for five years, and you've been cool with that. Then your next statement is, so I'll take it any way I can get it. Oh, so you just miss anything and everything. What you want to do, anything? Because I'll take everything. Or you want to pass out everything? Because I'll take anything. What's what's wrong with you? Uh, I have fallen in love with him and he knows it. Fallen in in love with him, why? I think he uses it against me at times. He's dating other women because I see him posting pictures in the club and he's hugged up with these other females. He's posting the pictures in your face. He's a flashy type of guy that needs to go out at night and I'm not, and I'm a lot more conservative. Girl, this ain't finna work. Mm-mm. Not for you, because it's working out just fine for him. When we come back, I'll tell you the rest of it. It's just going to be pretty much the same. Thing. <laughs> All right. Hang on. We'll have part two of Steve's response. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I'll take it any way I can get it. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I'll take it any way I can get it. Sisters that's listening to me, I want you to listen to this because some of you can see yourself in here, and I'm about to share some important information. I'll take it any way I can get it. She's been dating a man, been messing around, as he calls it, for five years because he won't call it dating, and she's going along with it. It's been almost five years, and he's not the settling down type. Well, lady, you ain't either. So I'll take it any way I can get it. So I just told you on the last break, she's missed anything and everything. That's what she just go along with it. He's dating other women because I see him posting pictures in the club and he's hugged up with other females. And he's posting these pictures. You, you, don't, you don't see what's happening here? But you say, I know he's dating other women. You said that. What do dating them lead to? What do dating them mean? What? What? what why? What, what's the matter with you? He's a he's a flashy type of guy that needs to go out at night, and I'm a lot more conservative. Now listen to this. He makes fun of me because I like game nights at home and house get-togethers with my family. I don't drink a lot, and I don't smoke cigars with him. And one drink gets me tippy, and he hates when I'm tipsy. I smoked a cigar and threw up the entire next day, so he hates when I smoke. Okay, can I tell you something, ma'am? He don't like you. He don't like you. Okay? Let's start there. I have tried to match him in whatever he's got going on, and he will not include me in that part of his life. He don't like you. I get to see him when he's not with his friends or turning up at the club. That's because he don't like you. I often cook for him and rub his feet so he can relax at the end of the day. Oh, so now you stupid too? Rubbing his feet? You rubbing his feet so he can go stand back on them and take them pictures with them other He claims he doesn't like to go out with me because I'm his piece. He don't like to go out with you because he don't like you. 
It's mm. in the sentence. He claims he doesn't like to go. He don't like you mm. because I'm his piece. Shirley said P-E-A-C-E. You're his side piece. He ain't got to carry you nowhere. You the side piece. The other pieces is on tape. They on video. They at the club. Mm. And when he is with me, he feels safe and at home. He tired. <laughs> he done wore his ass out. He's exhausted. <laughs> he came to you, yeah. <laughs> I stay and pray that he would choose me if he decides to settle down one day, son. You that stupid. God ain't put you in this situation, so don't, 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 don't pray God to, to fix this situation here because you bought this on yourself. I know for a fact that he's not spending quality time with anyone else. Are you stupid? You just said you see the post. You just said he come in tired and you got to rub his feet. Now check this out. I know for a fact I don't. he's not spending quality time with anyone else. I never see traces of other women at his house. So I think I'm the closest thing to a girlfriend that he's got. He got a cleaning lady. He got to clean the lady. You can't see traces. You ain't no bloodhound. Matter of fact, you stupid. Mm -hmm. So you don't see no traces of no other woman. He posting pictures. Why they got to leave evidence over there for somebody? They think they it too. I hate the old saying that a, that a man's a man because that's condoning cheating. He ain't cheating. He's seeing other people. You think <laughs> it's cheating because you think he yours. He belonged to them streets. I don't want him to ever get his foot rubs from another woman. Well, you keep uh, doing it then. Uh, Lady, you stupid. I know I'm settling, okay? Glad you know that. But there are no good men out there anymore. Okay, see, this is what this is what That's now we gotta true. get to. There are no good men out there anymore. Okay, and so now that you've made that statement, please describe to me which one you have. Because it mm. sounds like you got one of them no good ones to me. Mm. You put into the universe, there are no good men out there anymore. So now you done took one of these no good men and hope they're going to turn into a good man by praying that he don't go nowhere else and get his feet rubbed. You stupid. I put five years in with him, and I don't want to start over. Am I wrong for accepting whatever he gives me? Don't it sound wrong to you? Did you read this letter before you sent it back to me? Stop being blind to your own self. If your girlfriend told you this was happening to her, would you advise her to stay? I don't think so. But it's amazing how people don't follow their own advice. Mm -hmm. There are good men out there. You're just not available to locate one. And they can't locate you because you ain't available. Can I say this to you again? Say it, Steve. There are good men out there. You're just not available to locate one. And they can't locate you because you are not available. She's rubbing his feet over understand because you rubbing Mr. Wrong's feet. <laughs> so where was Mr. Wrong? Where Mr. Right finna sit at on the couch next to y'all? Mm. Why are you rubbing Mr. Wrong's mm. feet? Mm. Oh, man. Don't be stupid. All right, you said it. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. He don't letter. like you. 
Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. They're coming up for at, you. at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior is back with Sports Talk. And we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. How was your birthday, Junior? Welcome uh. back. Oh, thank you so much, Shirley. Birthday was outstanding, man. You know, uh, I, I really am blessed that, you know, 44 and blessed is all I can tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> That's all man. we need, baby. That's yeah, all we need. just blessed. That's all I know. Matter of fact, speaking of another, another birthday. box cars on the dice table, baby. <laughs> hey! 44. <laughs> What's that, 15 to 1 up? Big 8. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a nice hit. <laughs> so, uh, man, don't forget this Thursday. This is my next blessing, man. The proclamation is still happening. Thursday, July 21st, Life of Time Cigar in Lithonia, Georgia, right outside Atlanta on the east side, man. Go ahead to eventbrite.com just to smoke weekend, cigar, and sip. We're going to have a great time in there. My man Reggie Hines going to come through and do the entertainment for us. Reggie! My man Reggie Hines, man, he's a good dude. All right. Uh, also, NBA news, man. Let's talk about it. It happened. DeAndre Ayton. Signed his uh, extension with the Phoenix Suns. Stay four year, one hundred and thirty three million. God Good gracious! Ain't <laughs> hitting across the head. Now the the reason why this is important, it makes the deal hard for them to acquire Kevin Durant. So now he say he signed. Kevin can't go. They ain't got the money for he him. He need now. to pay Kevin. He got enough. <laughs> <laughs> if he want Kevin to come, <laughs> you want Kevin to come. You pay he Kevin. He don't give a damn money. where Kevin go. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna be Phoenix. We know that. And speaking of that, man, Kevin Durant will stay in Brooklyn as of right now. Uh, the Heat have made an offer for Kevin Durant. This is what they've offered for Kevin Durant. You just said if they're going to take it or not. But Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and uh, multiple first-round picks. The, the Brooklyn Nets ain't going for that. And the Nets don't want it. They don't want to take it. They ain't going to take the deal. And that means Kevin Hell Durant. No. And Ke- that means Kevin Durant. draft picks. Who going to play now? They got Kevin Durant, though. Yeah. But this is crazy for um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving still on the roster. That means they gonna have to play again another season. But Junior, what they gonna do? Kevin got a contract. He mm-hmm. just requested That's a trade. <laughs> you know, now if he can sit down with crazy and they can have a conversation and Kyrie lied to him. Crazy ain't gonna listen. No. <laughs> I know he ain't gonna listen, Thomas. But he <laughs> gotta sit down and at least let crazy tell him I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play, man, I'm gonna play. Yeah, he got to because he got to play some basketball. Yeah, he he can't take no more stances against the virus, (laughs) against Israel. He can't take no more damn stances. We can't have no more marching. He can't can't go out there for the march of dimes. He can't do nothing. (laughs) Don't say nothing about June. He can't protest no shootings or nothing. You get your ass to work, man. That's it, man. That's all we got, Shirley Sports Talk. He need to quit talking about mental health. He need to just stop. We gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Junior. We gotta go. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll check Steve's voicemail again right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've teamed up with Seagram's Escapes to give away $1,500 to create your own summer escape. All you have to do to enter and get the rules is visit steveharveyfm.com. $1,500, I said. $1,500 cash could be yours. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Sip happiness with Seagram's Escapes. Your new summer yeah. favorite, okay? Yeah, $1,500. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Steve, it is time now to check your voicemail. If you want to leave a message for Steve, call him 877-29-STEVE. All right, here we go. This caller's name is Delma. She's from Washington, Steve. Hi, it's me, Delma, again from Washington. I'm going to keep calling until I get on there. (laughs) I was calling to say you people are hilarious. Steve, I love this show. I love you, Steve. I love Shirley. I love Carla. I love Mississippi Monica. But that junior did a good one the other day when he did Charles Barkley donating the million dollars to Spellman. And it was hilarious this morning regarding, as Tommy said, Wendy Williams. <laughs> I'd be scared too, Tommy. I thought I would die. Where would life be without the Steve Harvey Morning Show? I love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. You make the sick feel better. You make the downtrodden feel better. You're an inspiration and a motivation. Thank you so much. And y'all have a blessed day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Well, we, well, we, 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 we in here doing it, Miss Delma. We sure hope you feel better yeah. uh, mm. soon. You know, we here for you, though. 
in the meantime, <laughs> prayer changes things. Man. Yes, it does. Um, it does. I'm, I could take a shot at what I think is wrong, Miss Delma, but we just going to pray for you. You're not going to shoot that shot. No, I'm no, not you're really not. Doctor, don't shoot so you I don't have to shoot what I think every shot. Wrong. You don't. But I've, I've seen the commercials on TV, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. We love you, Miss Delma. Thank you, Miss uh, Delma. Delma. Thank you for loving us so much. Uh, Steve, <laughs> this Ooh. next caller uh, is Monique, and she needs some relationship advice. Uh. Hi, Steve. My name is Monique. I'm calling because um, I am married. Um, I've been married for about eight years now, one on nine, but we've been separated for three um it's just not getting any better i've been trying to allow him to grow up and take care of his responsibilities and i just don't see it working but my um pastor um cousin is telling me that it's wrong for us to get a divorce um and i'm just stuck i don't know what to do um if you could help me um, i would greatly appreciate it and i love you i love Shirley, I love the whole cast. Thank you guys for being amazing every morning. Thank you for answering people's questions and helping others in their lives. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, you know, uh, I don't like talking against people's pastors, but let me ask you a couple of questions. If you've been married nine years and you've been separated three, Mm. in the three years of separation, what do you think he's doing? Because he ain't over there sitting over there by himself just going to work. Not for three years. And separated? No. Now, I understand what your pastor is saying, but, you know, uh, look, man, when, 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 you don't, when you're not married to your soulmate, you're not married to the person that's willing to work and make it work like you are, what you supposed to do? Now, I got divorces wrong, but God is also in, in, in the forgiving business. Yes. I've done it mm-hmm, twice, man. and he forgave me. So I don't I don't know what Pastor talking about. Yeah, Pastor know he got to tell somebody the right thing. You can't sit there in misery, keep praying for somebody that want to get prayed for. So I don't like praying for people that don't want to get prayed for. I mean, I don't like that. I'm not good at that. Pastor happy. He got what he wants. Yeah, mm-hmm. and living so his best he, life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pastors get divorces all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. All right. People make mistakes all the time. You made a mistake. You days are out for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and you Pastor. said, and you said it right, Steve. God is a forgiving God. All right, Indeed. we'll be back with more. Thank you for your calls. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at twenty minutes after. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so the Mega Million Lottery jackpot is over. Get this, Steve. Half a billion dollars. Half a billion oh. dollars. Oh, yeah. Wow. Tonight is the next oh, drawing. Man. Tonight is the next drawing. The Mega Millions jackpot has been growing since no one won. Uh, no one has won since April. Wow. Oh, so look. One, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Let's counting? take a thousand apiece. Uh-huh. Okay. And let's buy. Did you see Carla's look on her face? <laughs> oh, what? I'm, like, I'm like, can you spot me? My thousand. So, so we down to five, huh? <laughs> we did. We, we, we down to three. Do you know, Monica, do you know the Monica chances? Monica ain't even looking at the screen. 
Do you know the chances? The it's odds. down to the fella. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm in, pimp. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Do you know the odds of winning more than half a billion dollar jackpot? Just take a wild guess. No, or you I don't might know. know. What is it? One in three hundred million. Okay, but let me tell you, hey, hey, but let me tell you your odds of winning it if you don't play. Okay, <laughs> I can't can't win if you don't play. Yeah. Yeah. Get my yeah. tickets tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, One man. in three hundred million. Wow. And but no one's possible. won since April. No one's won since April. Yeah, All right, nephew, April keep looking at the glass half full. I love it. I got to. <laughs> Some money, ain't it? All right. So there you go. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather have whatever you're thinking appear above your head for everyone to see? Or would Mm. you rather have absolutely everything you do live streamed for everyone to see? Oh, that's rated X. Everything we do. Uh, Everything you do is rated X. Yes. What? What are you saying? 80%. I mean, damn. A lot of them thoughts can't get live streamed. I'm going to go with them little bubbles that just don't be around a lot of people that day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Would you rather find a rat in your kitchen or a roach in your bed? That's nasty. Well, I'm gonna take that roach in the bed. We can get these roaches up out of here. But that rat in the the kitchen. Uh uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. I deal with that roach in the bed. We work that. I'll spray them legs around that bed. It'd be so. But we ain't gonna be able to sleep in this room for four days. (laughs) (laughs) Put a rat in the kitchen. Oh, a rat in the kitchen. No. No. All right. Would you rather walk in on your parents or would you mm, rather B. have your parents walk in on you? Me. No. B. B. No, no, I'd rather walk in on my parents. Yeah. No. <laughs> they could not see what I'm going to hit The Cirque du Soleil is in your bedroom. Man, my daddy. Boy. You Come on outside, get some barbecue. Let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Teaching moment. Would you rather walk in on them? Yeah, yeah. Because they have on gowns and stuff. Blankets. No, my parents you can't unsee they... that. You realize that. You cannot. Yeah, but see, my that. parents was old, though. They ain't really do nothing real crazy. Yeah. You know, they was traditional. Well, I've walked in on you my know. parents. You have? What? Really? Oh, yeah. I, Junior, I love your old. family. I walked in on my parents. I, t- I told my dad, get off of my mama. <laughs> get off of her. <laughs> and just closed the door, started crying. I couldn't go back in there. I was shocked. How did they explain yeah, that? Yeah, my mama tried to they? coach up and said, what's wrong, son? Y'all was in there doing the nasty stuff. That's all oh, I you could knew describe. that. Yeah. You knew what it was. Yeah, I, knew, I didn't know what it's called, but I knew it, wasn't, it didn't look good. It didn't look healthy. It didn't look safe. <laughs> it didn't look safe. It didn't look safe. It traumatize you? Yeah. So she told my dad, go talk to him. And he couldn't say nothing. He was bragging. Boy, <laughs> what caught you your daddy, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> learn yourself a, something. That's not yeah. a good visual. Yeah, man. All right. On that note, that's today's round of Would You Rather. You ain't going to be able to learn today, huh? 
<laughs> Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day, and we'll get some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. Please don't forget that today is election day for the primaries in Maryland. We need you to go vote, Steve yes. Harvey Nation. We yes. need you to show up and go vote. Uh, we Just a reminder from your friends right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, please register to vote at whenweallvote.org, whenweallvote.org. Primaries, all that is just very important in this particular year. You know we have a big election coming up in November. Midterms. Yes, Down yes, yes. On. Yes, yes. Be ready. Mm-hmm. Yes, stay ready because yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we always have to vote. Down. We got yeah. to get ready. Down here in Georgia, man, it's Herschel Walker against uh, Warnick. Senator we, Raphael Warnock. Yeah, man, uh-huh. we've really got to pay attention here. We can't let them slide nothing up on this, man. And the we gubernatorial race, Steve. That's right. And when Stacey Abrams run, we're not going to be playing with these Kemp. folks. Mm-hmm. Because all this voter suppression, voter oppression, all these moving polling places, they're doing everything. They're making new rules for having mm-hmm. to register, to vote. We're going to be on top of all of this, man. We are not going to let these people cheat us out of our destiny. We have discovered that our vote works as it, it did in the last presidential election, and it's going to matter. It mattered with uh, Warnock and Ossoff before. It will matter now more importantly than ever before. Stacey Abrams, Abrams is important to us. Yes, she is. Warnock yes, she is, is, is important to us. Herschel yes, Walker, is. is. this is ridiculous. So when I have Warnock on the show, mm-hmm. by law, I have to allow Herschel Walker Mm-hmm. The I am opening the door to Herschel Walker to come on the show if he will answer the questions. What would you ask him? Just anything. Like? Just anything. Good air, bad air, anything. You know, <laughs> can you explain the bad air comment about China? <laughs> climate control. Can you explain your stance on climate control? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us why? you would be a better senator than the one we have. Mm, What qualifies you to be a senator? Mm. 
And why are you so committed to the conservative party when the conservative party ain't committed to you and the lifestyle of your family members? I just mm-hmm. want to know that. And how mm-hmm. many kids do you speak, have? Speaking of family members, yeah. <laughs> Any questions, see? guys, on the way out? Anybody? Questions, comments? Um, Tommy, you got a question for Steve? Well, I'm going to have to borrow a million to next week, but I think I'll be all right. Yeah, wait, you, I think, wait, I you think got it? Just, no, no, no. I just week? think you just need to hang in there the next week. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> but, Steve, you do have a rule about that when people ask to borrow money from you. What's your rule? Well, when it comes to Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, I well, your that nephew, or, it, yeah. Let, let's hear that one. Well, I don't really loan money anymore. Okay. I just give I've it never to asked him. ever, and he's no. never asked for money because he already knows. But you know, <laughs> I don't loan it. I just give it to you. But then I don't give it to a lot of people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I got people send me all the time. I got this great business idea. Mm-hmm. Like somebody told me, hey man, let me tell you something, Steve. If you give me $20,000, this was just recently, too. If you mm-hmm. give me $20,000, I'm going to give you $2 million. I said, bro, how? How? Legally? Yeah. What's I said, bro, he said, man, I, I got a deal, man. Just trust me on this. If you give me $20,000, I'm going to give you $2 million. Well, you can't even, dope don't even have in returns on it. No. <laughs> Look, I don't even know what you finna do, man. I don't really you will think you say can anything. Do that. And I'll give it to you in 30 days. Bro, mm-hmm. if 30 there's days. a way to turn 20000 into $2 million in 30 days, that so would be my job. Mm-hmm. That would just be my full time job. To giving people $20,000? $20, Bruh, I've just fixed it. $2 million every day. Yes. Yeah. So, no. That's it. <laughs> I got a question. So, Tommy, yes, I think ma'am. that would be a no. <laughs> All right, so my question is, we kind of talked about this in an earlier break, but, you know, we talked about the Mega Millions jackpot mm-hmm. over up to, uh, what, half a billion tonight? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. What is the very first thing you would do if you won? The lottery jackpot tonight. Call all my TV shows and radio people and give <laughs> and send them the, a Zoom link because in one hour we need to all be on this. <laughs> well, in you know what? <laughs> that, that's cool. At least it's not what Tommy would do. And <laughs> what'd you say, Shirley? I said that's cool what you would do. At least you'd let people know that's not what Tommy would do. No, no, yeah, no, at least no, you're no. giving us a heads up. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got an hour to figure it out. Yeah, Tommy's 60 minutes. His, yeah, because in one his, hour, yeah. you're done. Uh, go yeah, down. I'm making an announcement to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to send them a copy of the check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then on, under, under the check, we'll have Don't four words it. under Don't the check. Okay. You cannot no, say that. No, 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 no. No, I can't. This is very, oh, very what? four what? words under the check. What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, you can't say that. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> Take it home, Steve. <laughs>
Hey, y'all, y'all have a great uh, day. Uh, those are closing remarks. We just wanted to be a little fun today. But we'll see y'all tomorrow. Listen, y'all, don't forget. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't ever be too proud to pray because prayer, prayer changes things. It really does. Y'all have a great day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.